Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I thought them getting the first goal was a big difference tonight. I thought we ended up having to chase the game a little bit. I think we tried to make it, make it a point to try to get the first one, but obviously they were able to capitalize on a point blank opportunity. And then from there, uh, our power play is still struggling. We just weren't able to capitalize on some opportunities. That's Alex Tuck. Good morning, Jeremy and Joe. Happy weekend. Getting closer to the combine. I got a wide receiver question for you. I know what you're thinking. You? Receiver? Me? You at home might be asking, how many different ways can you guys talk about wide receiver? And the answer is, there is no limit. I'm going to need to formulate opinion on a lot of these guys because I've got a fantasy draft tomorrow Ooh. where these guys are eligible. All right. I'll have to decide when I'm picking Malik Neighbors and whether I a, pick him over give you a sleeper. who. I got a sleeper for you. Diggs. Marvin Harrison. <laughs> Junior, people seem mm. to think he's going to be good. Before we get to that, R- Rory in Buffalo. Hey, Rory. Hey, guys. You're up. You're up. Can you hear me? Yep. All right. So, so Krebs for fifty? Where with McDavid and Drysdale? <laughs> I mean, certainly not Philly. I, I remember when Middlestack came into the league. You guys kind of pinned him if it would be a, a a sad day or a happy day over under fifty. He didn't score fifty for four or five years. Maybe got fifty six. I think he's at forty something now, so he's panning out. You, you know, you know, I meant points, right? Not goals. I just want to make sure that's clear, right? You, you know, I mean points too, right? Okay, all right. I just fifty points is not that much in today's NHL. No, it's not. And Middlestat didn't do it until last year. Yeah. So where's Krebs going to do that? I mean, not playing with Kyle Poso and Zemgus Girgensons, right? But he has no trade value whatsoever, and a lot of these guys don't. And my problem is that we have a bunch of kids on the team playing against men who have been in the league and not even have been in the league who are just developed physically more. Uh, Krebs is the guy that you can deal. You're stuck with him, and he's you- really not an NHLer, and a lot of these guys are Clearly, I mean, but that's my whole point. Like, we, you don't know what he is because he's played with the worst teammates he could have possibly played yeah, with the, the general the, last two years. the general point was why don't you just try it and see what happens and see if you can get anything out of it even if that's if you want to trade him showcase him for a month show a team that like right. hey look at that they haven't even done that he scored 10 points this month i mean i wouldn't make the case that it's likely he scores 50 middlestat middlestat might have gotten to 50 sooner if he played a full season i mean if he centered but, right for, for I mean, a middle, middle set was knocking on the door of a forty point pace yep. back in twenty twenty one. But like again, fifty points. If he centered Jeff Skinner and Alex Tuck for a full season, how many points would he've had last year? He would not have had t- Thompson season. I know that. Right. He might have even had middle stats. He wouldn't have got fifty points. He wouldn't have got sixty points. He couldn't be a third line center even on a team, a second line center. Again, we don't know. It's like trying to predict what a first round quarterback is when he hasn't played. I mean, how good is you know? Is there a first-round quarterback that didn't play last year? I don't no, think so. They almost always play now. Okay. Pretty quickly. 803 Speaking of first-round quarterbacks, I saw a mock draft yesterday that had Drake May going 
13th? I have seen him not going that low. I've seen him third a lot more often oh, recently. Though. I saw him drop all the way to Minnesota, wherever, wherever Minnesota is. That's crazy. He's There was a headline yesterday that uh, on ESPN that he's falling. Okay. It's February. Nothing's really happening well, right now, what's but he's the, falling. What's, what's the reason he's going to fall? Because it is the time of year where, well... Nit, nit, we're we're microanalyzing nitpicky not, stuff. Not just that. I mean, May is plenty athletic, but he's not like the other guys. He's not like some of them. I was going to say, like, the third pick I can understand because what's going to happen in the next two months is Jaden Daniels is going to wow everybody. Yep. That's that's one. He, he, he could pass May. I don't know how he's getting down to 13, but... Right, like I, well, I can see Daniels passing him just because this is this is tool season, and that guy can do a bunch of crazy stuff. He won the Heisman because of it, and May might just be really good, and he's pretty athletic, but he's not going to be on the same level of that stuff as the as the other two. It is a year, by the way, where sometimes you don't have that many teams that need quarterbacks near the top. It's only like two of the top ten, or two, you know, three of the top ten. This year, who could take a quarterback? Chicago, yes. Washington, yes. New England, yes. Arizona, yes. Chargers, no. Giants, yes. Titans, yes. Falcons, yes. Bears again, yes. Jets, probably no. Minnesota, yes. Denver, yes. Vegas, yes. New Orleans, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm at 14 right now. Mm-hmm. And every one of those could be in the mix. So, the wide receiver question I have for you. Yeah. Benjamin Solak of the Ringer posted a mock draft yesterday. You know how it works, Joe. Click. Scroll mm-hmm. twenty eight wide receiver. These mocks really should start at thirty two and then <laughs> go down. At least they how they're should, listed. They should just start at twenty eight for me. Yeah, you know, he had the Bills taking a wide receiver. He had Keon Coleman, wide receiver train member Keon Coleman. Okay, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a question about Keon Coleman. I wanted to ask in the context of having Josh Allen. What's the right type of receiver for the Bills to get for Allen? And the reason I ask that is this. What Benjamin Solak wrote was, you know, the, the knock on Coleman is maybe a little bit raw on his route running. This, this, a lot of the early stuff, he's not a great separator, but he's size and freakishly good catches, maybe a little boomer bust. If you want to make Gabe Davis or Traylon Burks or Quentin Johnston comparisons, whatever. There's, there's a physical nature to his game. And what Ben wrote was pairing him with Josh Allen he could become a star. And I started thinking about that like that sentence. What does Josh Allen need? Does Josh Allen need a guy that gets open right away and shakes and is Zay Flowers and is open fast? Diggs, of course, in his career has been great with this. Um, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is receiver-quarterback combos that worked great because of the style. Like, what's the style of Josh Allen? He is, for better or for worse, a quarterback that will occasionally pass up on the guy that's open right away to go down the field a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Is what I need in a receiver, and this is why the Bills should, of course, grab two. So the answer to this question could be both. But should I be looking somewhere for an off-schedule specialist? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. An off-schedule special. I don't want a contested catch guy because I'm going to build the whole offense out of contested catches. Right. But with Mahomes and Allen, I've got the two guys that scramble the most out of pressure. What I have with Allen right now is a cheat code where when he gets pressure, he's on the move. When he's on the move, he's dangerous. So what's the perfect receiver when that happens? Maybe he's not on the field all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a role to play. Davis down the field has been this. I mean, Davis's last couple touchdowns, one against the Dolphins, mm-hmm. one against the Rams, these were downfield throws when Allen's rolling out and – a linebacker or whoever's asked to cover Davis for too long. Uh, Keon Coleman's not my favorite idea, but I'm trying to think about it in a way, all right, is there any reason that that would benefit Allen more than others? I tend to think maybe that's right. I tend to think about like off-schedule stuff as early in his career. Remember how many times he would roll out and John Brown would work his way all the way back to the football and the corner couldn't keep up with him? Because, I don't know, like, Shouldn't that be the way that things work? Shouldn't the the Tyreek Hills of the world be the guys that are the most dangerous when you lose th- those plays go out? Of, right, exactly. Yeah. Like, that's what he was in Kansas City. Yep. I know two, Miami isn't at the same level. But you turn but, around. You turn around for one second. You have good coverage, and the Uh-oh. dude's gone. And he he so right. The play breaks down. I'm no longer covering a route. Now I'm just following him, and I don't know where he's going. Right. I don't know. I don't want to say you're wrong about like a Coleman type in those situations too, but I tend to think about those plays as I want the fastest guy I can get because you Allen's going to scramble around. Allen is going to create plays where your defensive back, because of Allen's scramble ability, your defensive back is going to have to hang with a receiver for seven seconds. Yeah, Where That's on our offense it's only three seconds. And I think the separators gain even more of an advantage when they get more time like that? Am I am I am I doing that right? Or am I I don't know, who has the who has the advantage there? Because if Coleman's problem is he doesn't get open quickly or isn't a great separator at all, well, maybe when he gets seven seconds, now he's got now he's capable of doing that right. and I've got the contested catch stuff. Right. On top you of it. you of course want the receiver that does everything. That's the ideal. But you can't have three receivers that are perfect and everything. Shakir's in his role, and he's going to do what he does. You wouldn't yeah. expect Khalil Shakir to moss people. No, no. But do you want to... No, right, like... That's what I mean. Do you want to draft, as one of your guys, a guy that could moss people? Well... Because if you have, as the Bills, let's say you get a separator, mm-hmm. or whatever, a guy who doesn't separate well, he kind of has the same kind of game as Gabe Davis, which okay. I think there's a, there's a role on this team for a Gabe Davis-like guy. He He stretches the field, and... He is a threat, no matter if there's one guy, two guys, because his yeah. physical presence, like Mike Williams, is a good sure. player. Is a good player for that. sure because he does a lot down the field, but he's not like a he's not that guy that gets open. A physically imposing receiver that you would just have to fear. Like we've got to get, we can't put a small corner on there. We have to we have to match up in such a way that we've got to get our biggest corner over there, no matter what, because it's such a physical freak. Like I wonder if there's a spot for that because Coleman. You know, the knock on Coleman is doesn't separate, and that's going to scare me all the time on a receiver. But here's Benjamin Solak saying this pairing might work well. And it got me thinking about, you know, what the Bills might think of in like, okay, there's the, there's our board of receivers, and then there's our board of receivers for Josh. And are they the same board? 
I'm not saying the answer is no, but it's something to think about. Well, let me ask you, because those are plays where Allen is buying time, buying time, buying time, no one's open. A ball's got to come out. And basically, you're throwing to the guy you think's most likely to come down with the football, even, yeah. even if everyone's covered. Yeah. Don't they already have that in Dalton Kincaid? His most impressive plays this year, there was one in the Tampa game, there was one in the playoffs. Now, these were more plays down the sideline and maybe not as you know, much as you're thinking the Davis plays, like just way down the field, you're just chucking it up there. But Kincaid's best plays of the year were defenders draped all over him and he goes above him and comes down with it. He's not, so I don't know if he's doing that down the field as much. Yeah. But I don't I, think he's deep enough. On I these feel plays. like if, if I've got everybody covered and I got to throw a jump ball, I feel like I've already got that guy. Don't I? I don't know. That doesn't, that doesn't strike me as having that guy. I mean, he's Kincaid, good at it. Kincaid is here to be the separator. He's here to be the guy that's open right away, to but, be the matchup problem. But he also has insanely he's good got, hands he's got very and good a hands. giant frame. And like, I feel like I'm, I'm getting a lot of that already from him. Even if his specialty or what he's best at is not that, I feel like he, last year he was the best player on the team in those situations. Certainly more than Diggs was. And it was because he is sure-handed and he's big. And I don't know. Like Davis also has never really even been that player where he's going to moss you. Right? No. Like he'll, 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 He did it one time to Minka Fitzpatrick, and he ripped the ball out of his hands right, against yes. the Steelers. But right, Davis yeah. was getting behind a defense more than he was jumping over a defender. I guess I don't know what a Keon Coleman would look like in this offense. That's that's what I what I'm getting at. Like he yeah. he's got he's got traits to like, but he's not complete. And it'd be when's the last time they had a player like him at all? I mean, Duke Williams was what people wanted remember, that, uh, wanted that to be. Remember Justin Hunter? Okay, that was like for a minute. Kelvin Benjamin is what people. That's what they wanted. Wanted Kelvin be, Benjamin. He wasn't. They threw a fade to him in a playoff game, and it didn't go so well. Eight oh three oh five fifty to join us if you want to be a part of it. Jeremy and Joe here on WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching thirty seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in thirty seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.